The 2022 fantasy football season has finally arrived. And with that comes the long-awaited season two of Football on the Rocks. This year, we will bring you every week our borderline fringe starters, our busts of the week, and our DK or DraftKings stacks that we like to make sure your millionaire team is ready to go. Don't forget, we'll always talk about our bourbon or beer just to make sure you're enjoying a glass or two. Without further ado, here's your show, Football on the Rocks. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I am Joe Niehoff, your host, joined once again by my lovely brother, Bobby. Lovely. And I have... A major announcement. Oh God! Make. Here it goes. This a nervous. football on the rocks is the official fantasy. Foot. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta get this right. The official whiskey and beer football podcast of the NFL. <laughs> okay. Elaborate, my brother. They, this is the first time it's being announced. We are going to get this podcast out and wait for Roger Goodell to tell us cease and desist. <laughs> it is true until proven otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Football like on it. the rocks. Henceforth is the official <laughs> whiskey and beer fantasy football podcast of the NFL. You are losing your mind, but I still love you. So we have that going for us. Hey, so and you must have a real strong drink in your glass. Why don't you tell me what you got in your cocktail? <laughs> well, I could have had a very strong drink. I was looking at, I have two triple IPAs uh, sitting in my beer fridge right now. Uh, those big crawlers. Those will absolutely knock me out once I get into them. Um, but tonight I am drinking from Unmapped Brewing uh, out of uh, Minnetonka, Minnesota. Um, another peanut butter porter. Um, brand new porter that I'm having, at least. Maybe not for them. Uh, it's a 6.6 alcohol content. Um, I'm going to take my first sip right about now. It just goes down smooth, easy. Got a nice roasty taste to it and a, a sweeter, like that peanut butter type flavor finish. Um, I've had, I, I don't like to say this about things, but I, I have had better peanut butter porters. I'm biased though because uh, Lupulin, my favorite brewery in the area here, especially Big Lake, um, they have a uh, CPB porter that they do uh, an imperial version of during the holiday season. That is fantastic. This one's good. Um, you're going to be very satisfied with it if you are drinking anything from Unmapped. Uh, I also decided to uh, open up the Unmapped Brewing uh, beer tonight because I also wanted to talk about they just uh, opened up a brand new um, wing to their brewery where they are doing coffees during the day. 
Um, so it's a, a coffee house. Oh my god, it's day. your dream. It is my dream. I love it's, it's I, totally your dream. Yeah. Yep. This is something that I've thought about for a long time. I would love to have some version of coffee house. Was, you had a name for it. Brewery. Uh, I think it was like Oh god, what was it? It was dueling brews or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, you had a much better name than that. I, I did, I did. <laughs> it wasn't dueling brews. <laughs> well, it was something to do with like brew because like brewing coffee and brewing beer. Yeah. Um it, it might have just been straight up the brewery. No, um, and no other name to it, but either way great concept uh there's a couple of them throughout minnesota um wild minds is another one that does that same sort of thing um so really excited to have another one of those open and unmapped um being that place uh, not too far from here near uh, lake minnetonka here in minnesota nice um what do you got going on today? Dude? All right, so I went uh, I went a little aggressive. All right, I don't normally drink a super high. Uh, I like to call them high octane. <laughs> when uh, they are very high proof, I call them the high octanes. Right, so my yeah. high octane that I've I've honestly never had it. Heard so many good things about it. Uh, as far as just what people think of it, uh, I went with Booker's. Have you ever had Booker's, Bobby? I've seen it many times. Um, I think I bought it as a gift for one of my friends before, but I have not had it myself. Yeah. So it's, it's a good bottle. First of all, it's not necessarily cheap. It's not that expensive either, depending on what you're getting. Uh, It's from like the Jim Beam small batch, you know, thing it's, it's Knob Creek, Jim Beam. They're all kind of same family. Uh, This is the, they call it the OG of the collection, right? Uh, but anyway, what this is, it's, it's a high-proof bourbon, uh, usually aged somewhere between six, seven years, and it clocks in between 120 and 130 proof. So these things are absolutely no joke. It's going to knock you on your face. I'll say part of the reason why I'm not uh, a big fan of those, it, what happens when it's that high of proof is it's, and you can talk to the guys that do like the professional taste tests and stuff like that. The higher the proof, the more it actually burns your palate right so i'm not a big fan of a a burning sensation when i drink something uh they actually recommend with this high proof of a bourbon to to have water with it so you drink it you know you put not get get your own delusion going correct they 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 highly you know they say it's it's you know made to be drank with you know some ice and, and maybe some a splash of water or two um, so, of course, I did that. And uh, the problem when I do that is I tend to drink a lot more of it. <laughs> so we'll see how tonight goes. But right, uh, wow. it is a, it, it's I will say uh, it's a good one. Won't be on my favorite list by any means. But it is a, it is a good bourbon for a for a high octane or a high proof. I, uh, I would recommend somebody gives it a try. All right. Well, nice. Here we are coming down the stretch. Uh, we got two weeks left of the regular season. Yeah. Um, some people have secured their playoff spots if they're, you know, in that top tier of their, their league. Others are vying for that seating position. And some just right on that edge of being able to, like, 
as in some leagues, you may be five and seven, and you know some league, some years a, a five hundred record gets you to the playoffs in a sixteen playoff. Um, yeah, I think we talked about the other day that seventh loss is is somewhat of the dagger, right? Apart, uh, but there are some leagues you know you'll squeak in there with a seven and seven record, right? Uh, and all you need to do, but all you need is a chip in a chair, as they say. Yeah. Um, so stranger things have happened. Um, you know, we've seen teams go on a big run in the last couple of weeks and be able to just, you know, take over their league because someone, uh, just explodes out of nowhere. We saw it last year. Um, we saw Amon Ross St. Brown just step into his own. Yep. And and he won people leagues going into like week 13, week 12. He was wide receiver like 85 last season. And then he finished the year from week 12 on as like wide receiver four. Huh. Like there are players on waivers out there yet, potentially, that could be that guy that wins you your league. Same thing last year we saw Rashad Penny. He was like running back 120. Wow. Finished the season at, at, or finished the, that last stretch of the season. And from week 12 on to the, the remainder of the season, he was like running back 12 or something. Just ridiculous. This guy that just stepped on all of a sudden showed out. And I'm curious for you if if you're looking at someone to try and pick up off of waivers right now, and this goes a little bit into roster construction as we're exiting all of the bye weeks. You don't really have to think about that too much, but who are some guys that you're maybe stashing at this point in the season, either on your bench because you don't need that fourth or fifth wide receiver. You absolutely, unless you're, quarterback or your tight end has a buy coming up in these last couple of weeks. Um, you don't need that second quarterback necessarily or that second tight end. So what are you doing with those other bench spots knowing that, all right, here's my three, my four wide receivers, my two, my three running backs. How else, how are you filling out that end of your bench now? with those high upside type players that we're talking about here? Well, so I think at this time of year, and this is just a personal opinion, I think what you need to start looking at is, is creating as much depth in your running back room as you possibly can. Because out of all things, like we all have wide receivers, and most of the time if you look across the board at wide receivers, are they the ones that get injured or are running backs the ones that get injured? More often than not, it's going to be a running back popping. Absolutely. So I think for me, when I'm looking at building out that, that last couple spots, what, you know, who am I looking for? It's what running backs, number one, are available on the waiver that could be an, a good ad, right? But more importantly, I'm looking at my roster and I'm saying, okay, I don't need this backup tight end. I'm committed to say, I don't know, Friar Muth, for example. If you're, if you are, you know, you, or even better yet, Kelsey, right? Like, like if you have Kelsey, you shouldn't have two tight ends right now anyway. Um, right. But, you know, if you have somebody like Fryermuth and let's say it's like Fryermuth and this is very possible, like Fryermuth and Hawkinson, right? Yeah, I'm I'm Hawkinson all day, 
you know, biased Vikings fan. But like, you don't need Fryermuth in that sense. Now you could try to do the play the matchup thing, but here's the question I'll ask you, Bobby. At this point in the season, would you rather have Fryermuth on your bench or a guy like uh, the Zonovan White or Zonovan Knight from the New York Jets? Uh, give me a guy that I might actually start. Yeah. So Knight. Right. It, right? It, so, yeah. I so mean, I, I'm going to drop Fryermuth. Somebody else in my league might pick him up, and that's just going to be how it is. I Trade deadlines are passed in most all leagues. Um, and so give me a guy that I might actually play plus to to kind of allude to what you're getting at there. I don't want to have to make a decision every week about Hawkinson or Fryermuth. Yeah, because you're going to hate yourself when you make the wrong uh, pick I'm, and you I'm lose gonna, the play. I'm bound to make the wrong decision. I yeah. just am. Yeah, it's especially so when they're that. Close. It is so funny that you just said that because you've given me so much shit for the trades I made in one league. When I've done exactly that, I've gotten to a point now where I don't have to make decisions. But we'll get to that later. Um, so to answer your question, there's actually three running backs right now that are are one might not be available, but the other two I would guess are okay. So the first one I mentioned was Donovan Knight uh, with the Jets. Donovan Knight, yeah, yep. the injury to. Uh, they seem to like him there. Well, in they New do, York. and they, they actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think they sat James Robinson. Yeah, he was a healthy scratch. Yeah, so in lieu of Robinson, Knight came in. Yeah. Uh, he's a rookie. He actually had a pretty good career with uh, NC State. Yeah, so not many people might know that, but uh, but he had a decent career with them. You know, he's 21 years old. Yeah, um, and. If you if you're able to if you were able to pick him up, he has Minnesota this week. Good matchup. Uh, then he gets Buffalo, Detroit. Not great with those two, but then his if you make it to that second round of the playoffs, he gets Jacksonville and Seattle. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty nice. Those those are great great matchups uh, for you to to potentially. I mean. Here's a guy right there. You can pick him up. Some leagues he's still free. Yep. Like, go get him. Put him on your lineup. Like, you can, you can start him with confidence this week against Minnesota. They're, what, 24th against the run this year uh, for fantasy football. Like, that, they're, they're not good uh, against the run. Tomlinson is still out. Um, you can start him with confidence this week. Depending on where you're at, you if you may be able to throw them on the end of your bench and, and flex them uh, right down the stretch here. You'll yeah. have a few weeks, especially if you're at that one, two, you're firmly in the playoffs, especially if you have a bye. You have three weeks to, for the Jets to show you who he is going to be. Well, not even that, but like think about the, the roster construction of what some people might have. So, like, here's a guy, uh, again, to ask the question just because we're talking about him. Are you uh let's here pick a guy start Knight or Swift? Knight. Yeah, right? And there's no way I, I didn't I didn't even hesitate that and I, I know and, and, and if I, you think about it, there's no Swift. way anybody would have said that at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I, I love Swift, but he, he's not he's not involved in this team enough. Like, yes, his his stats are still inflated by getting a couple little touchdowns here and there, but He's not getting any goal line work. Yeah. Um, it's all going to, to Williams, who's having a career year, especially in touchdowns. Um, 
but all of his work, all of his touchdowns are like a two, three yard touchdown. Whereas, you know, if Swift is going to score, it's from, it's from distance. Yeah. But give me a guy that I know is going to touch the ball and that a team has said, we're, we're going to just ride this guy, see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. So that that's that's one guy. Another guy that I'll bring up here, which I don't know that many people are talking about him, um, but he's on my list and somebody that I'm I'm absolutely looking at picking up if I have the roster spot. And that player is Mike Boone. Maybe an interesting little one here. The yeah. reason why is pretty simple. Number one, he's the only running back that has been with Denver the entire season. <laughs> currently on their roster okay they have the old man in latavius murray running the show and here's i mean let's be real he's the old man there is no reason to assume that he may stay healthy the whole season he probably won't and it you know here's here's the guy you sneak in and if he's a full workload running back i don't know about you you know knowing that he played for the vikings and watching him back in the day play for the vikings he was good he was good he was, good. He was a Especially, good spell back he you know he yep. did everything you wanted him to and the and the times when he was asked to take a full workload on he did well enough yeah exactly so he again there's a there's a flyer right he might mm-hmm. even be flex worthy depending on the week i mean the denver offense honestly just sucks yeah. so he probably isn't um but right. you know he's still a player that uh, overall could could produce some value to you if you're yeah. the, um, smart with it and, the, and the take thing, your time. The Denver offense is so bad that yeah, it's just Russell, Russell Wilson was quarterback 33 last week. <clears throat> and there's That's only 30, ridiculous. Only 32 teams. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that, that when you put it like that, Bobby, it's pretty it's pretty it, epic. It tells you something. And and the team just the players on the team just have zero confidence in him. I know and what he can do. It's, it's just it's, not it's a an amazing situation job. at this point. But like, to kind of go off of what you're what you're talking about there with, um, you know, do you really want a running back on a bad offense? That's my question that comes up when I'm looking at Kyron Williams. Yeah, yeah, um, I think he's a good one to mention. Absolutely, you know, he. He's only re- rostered at least in ESPN leagues and twenty percent of leagues. Yeah, which is and that's up like, tw- like seven percent. percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he hasn't done anything huge yet this year. Uh, he he just came back three weeks ago, um, but he's getting seventy plus percent of the se- uh, percent of the work. Um, he's. He got you double-digit points last week, and now he goes up against Seattle, uh, the 30th-ranked run defense. Yeah. Um, and we'll who, see what happens. But who's going to be the quarterback? Who's going to be, you know, like, it's just an interesting thing to see what happens there. But, again, I would rather have Kyron Williams on my bench than – I don't know, Robert Woods. Like, there's Robert Woods is still on a lot of people's teams. Yeah. And he's just you're never going to start him. I, I would be, I'd venture to, yeah, I'd venture to say that if anybody has him, the number of weeks that they've started him is under three. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. I like that, that call out. Um, 
yeah, I think those are those are some solid players. I'm trying to think if there's any wide receivers. Like I said, I'm just if I'm in this position, I'm trying to build out my team. It's really the running backs that I'm targeting just to kind of yeah. create some depth. The only other one, and I don't know if it's – I mean, he had a, he was heavily involved last week for the first time all year. Uh, Jim Michael, hasty for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. He got a good matchup this week. I will say this. He'd be a one-week starter for me if ETN doesn't play. No. And, and every every report coming out of Jacksonville says um, ETN was actually fine. They just decided to hold him out because they're – looking more so at the long term rather than do we need to win this game. Yeah. Um they were able to pull it out, but they there's full confidence that ETN's gonna be back this week. Yeah, kind of a sneaky guy on that roster is Henderson, right? So goes from being cut by the Rams, now playing for the Jaguars. Um just somebody to, again, another guy to, to to throw out there. But but no, I think the, the ones that we mentioned are really the three, right? I, I don't you know those are the three that you're targeting and putting in this spot where you don't need a player. Um you're just not gonna play them uh, and kind of take it from there. Just I, I would be remiss to not say it, but um we saw San Francisco have some some injuries. There's for whatever reason they're just not using Christian McCaffrey like like you should. Well, I think they're not um, using him the way they should because he gets injured. And guess what? He's on the injury report this week. Right. So that leaves Tyrion Davis-Price and Jordan Mason as potentially the only running backs on the roster that they're going to be putting out there. Yeah. Um, so, again, two guys, throw them on the end of your bench. See what happens. If something were to happen big to uh, to McCaffrey – Suddenly, you got a viable starter. We know that this offensive scheme allows running backs to just produce no matter who it is and what's going on. So, those are the names that are thrown out there. Go pick them up. Use them to your advantage. Get them on your squad. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, Eli Mitchell just can't stay healthy. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because we, we saw a great season from him last year when he came in to um, make it make really himself was the uh the pickup of the year right away at the beginning of the season yeah absolutely all right move on what we got next bob um well we talked a lot about running backs i want to get into uh a wide receiver i got a i got a great trivia question for you okay let's hear um who is the most which wide receiver has the most receptions inside the 20? We're talking red zone receptions purely. What wide receiver has the most? Who do you think that is? Can you give me a hint? Like, I would imagine we're talking about this. This player is probably not a top, like, 10 obvious answer. So it's probably somebody, like, not obvious. So can you give me a little bit of a hint or, I mean, okay, well, I guess you don't have to give me a hint. The first reaction I have, because in the past it's been him, was Adam Thielen, right? So Adam Thielen is number two in this category. Yeah. So he's always kind of been up on that top end. Hmm. Uh, hmm. It, it's not a rookie, is it? No. Okay. Um. No, Give me a, a conference. Give me a conference. Let's see if I can guess. He's, he's in the AFC. AFC. 
Hmm, let's go with most receptions. He has 11 catches inside the 20. All right, the only other guy I'm going to think of is Juju. Is that, is that what you're going with? Yep, going with Juju. I don't think in a million years you would you would get this. Um, Christian Kirk. God, you know what's funny is I thought of Jacksonville for a second, and I thought there's no way it's Christian Kirk because Christian he's not Kirk. a you know red zone threat kind of guy. <laughs> no, Christian but... Kirk. That is a shock. I will say that I wouldn't have guessed that. It would have been a Christian long... Kirk. He he's got eleven catches inside the twenty. Um, what does he have? Seven touchdowns on the season, um, and I believe. All seven of them, if I'm not mistaken, are catches in the red zone. Wow. Uh, he's wide receiver 10 in full point PPR leagues, averaging about 15 points per week. This week, he's going up against the Lions. Yeah. Who have allowed over the last two weeks, if you combine the total points allowed, it's over, it's over 100 points allowed to wide receivers. Wow. 50 points total to wide receivers in the last two weeks that they've allowed. Christian Kirk is about to go off, but a guy who is available in 70% of ESPN leagues, Zay Jones, is going to be my flex stash and play of the week. He had 11 catches last week for 145 yards um, on 14 targets. Didn't get in the end zone, but and that was against Baltimore, another not-so-great team against the pass. Absolutely, I want a part of this passing team, this passing game this week. Um, if I don't, obviously, if you have Christian Kirk, you're starting him. But if he's a, Zay Jones is available in one of your leagues or two of your leagues, and like I said, 70% available, go grab him. Throw them on your team. Start them with confidence. Yeah. No, I, I don't mind that. I did notice that he had a questionable mark on him uh, this week. So, I don't know what the injury is, but that might be worth looking into. And I, I will say this, you know, the Christian Kirk call there, Bob, that was that was pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that. Yeah. So, pretty solid there. Yeah. I, I like both of them to, to have – big weeks this week um you know i wouldn't be surprised if they both get over 15 points in full point ppr i like it i like it so if you're starting zay who are you sitting who's one of those players that is typically somebody would say yeah this guy's in the lineup every week who's your guy now that is not in the lineup since you're starting zay jones Right. Well, and that's that's where you get into the question of all right, I'm in most ppr leagues I'm going to be starting um a wide receiver in that spot. Guy that I'm looking at sitting this week, Michael Pittman. Oh, a guy I love, love Michael Pittman. Um, he's going up against Dallas and Diggs. Um, we've all seen kind of what Diggs has done over the season. Um, Pittman, yeah, he's getting. Uh, peppered with targets, nine, seven, and 11 targets over the last three games. But last week was the first time that he scored a touchdown since week one. Wow. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence. He, he's only had two games over 100 yards all season. Um, 
it, there's just not enough there at this point. I know I loved him earlier on this year, but there's just not enough there to say, yeah, I'm going to start him again this week. You might love him because, hey, he just scored you 19 points last week. But if I'm looking at it, I'm I'm putting him on my bench. He's projected on ESPN for 14 points. Um, he is wide receiver 20 in their ranks. But guy I'm saying to start over him is 33rd, according to ESPN, and only supposed to get about 11. And, and, and Zay Jones. I like it. But I'm going to go with the matchup. I'm going to play the better player uh, with arguably a better quarterback. I like it. Um, with your your start sit of the week, um, what are you looking at and who are you liking um, to try and make that move? Because here, I mean, these are, if you have that sixth loss, if you have that seventh loss, you have to make the right decision this week. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. You have to make the right decision uh, in order to make this, this happened and I have one league every other league except for one I'm in the playoffs so I'm doing my best to try and get in the playoffs <laughs> right that's right. hard so it's here's hard. the here's something that actually is going on in my lineup and I already mentioned him once I don't know that I'm going to play Swift this week um, so he's a guy he started every week that he's been healthy uh, and you almost have to just because of draft position where you got him, you know, and kind of what he did at the beginning of the season, you know, the expectation of, of what he's going to be and what he was, like, you almost have to start him, right? Um, I am, am not. I'm taking him off uh, in one of the leagues, and I'm sitting him down. Uh, now, I've already mentioned him, so I want to give another player or players that also fall into that category for me of guys that I just wouldn't start this week. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't want to get into this too much. Swift is ranked like 28th. Yeah. So I guess. So, so ESPN is even saying like, don't play Swift. Well, you're looking at the rankings. Um, tell me I, where. Yeah. Tell me where is ranked. Let's see. Jeff Wilson. I'm guessing like 17th ish. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> I don't see Jeff Wilson on here. Well, he's he's got to be on there. Okay, now you're going to make me go look. I thought it was going to be really fast and easy, but no. All right, let's see. Oh, there he is. 26. 26th? I wanted to guess that. Well, anyway, I was what I was trying to get into is you take out all the guys that are injured. You're you're in a you're in a spot here. Are you trying to say like Najee Harris? Don't play him. No, because he's injured, right? So Jacobs injured potentially, Mixon injured potentially, Christian McCaffrey injured potentially. Uh Aaron Jones has a question mark. Uh Etienne has a question mark. Kamara has a question mark. Like these are guys as I go down the list that like I would have initially said Kamara. He's never played well against Tampa Bay. That's a yeah. Monday night game. Well, he was on my um, list, but not only that, injured. not only that, Kamara missed the game earlier this year, and he only has. Okay, tell me how many, how many games has Kamara scored touchdowns in? Just probably two, guess. one. 
Yeah, he had like four of them. He had three touchdowns against Vegas, scored like 43 points in week eight. Zero touchdowns across the board otherwise. One game with over 100 rushing yards. Zero games with over 100 receiving yards. Yeah. Yeah, he's just not been he's not been good. Um, he's not been, what I was trying to get into all there is, is there are teams that I don't want to run against, period. Miami against San Francisco in San Francisco, the best defense against the run. Like I'm just avoiding Wilson and also avoiding Mostert, which both just so happen to be having a revenge game against San Francisco, but both will hardly touch the football. So, and the reason why is because the only way they win that game is if they're throwing the ball with Tua. Um, so I'm, I'm avoiding those kind of players, um, but there is a lot of guys, and I'll just say it. Like, listen, if you have Kamara, don't, I don't know if I play him. I mean, I don't know what other options you have, but we've talked about it once already. If my option is Kamara or, you know, let's say. Uh, are you, are you going to start Zonovan? If I would start Zonovan over Kamara if Michael Carter is listed as out. Yeah. If That's Mike Carter is, is is questionable and he's still they say, oh, yeah, he might play, then I probably don't do that. Right. But well, the nice thing the out, nice thing is that you'll know that status. Yes, correct. Long um, before you need to make that decision, I might I might start uh, Williams. What about another guy that you hate and da- Damian Pierce? I don't say I hate Damian Pierce. I didn't like him that one week. Uh, I did mention in that week that I didn't think he was going to do as good as people thought the remainder of the season, uh, and I've been pretty much dead on on that. Um, he is playing against Cleveland, though, and Cleveland likes to give up a lot in the run game. Um, but I don't think – actually, you know what? I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't think uh, – I don't think he'll have a good week again this week. Yeah. Yeah. reason I don't think he'll have a good week, um, they're playing against uh, Cleveland. And what's his name's first game of the year? Watson's. Yeah. Uh, I think Cleveland probably runs away with that one. Um, and he just, there won't be opportunity for him to have the ball. Are they going to run away with it? Or are they going to throw away with it? The throw away. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll probably yeah. have like three touchdowns and two interceptions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be one of those type of games. Get booed the entire game. Pretty much. Yeah. And by both sides, right? By because is it? It's, it's not in Houston, is it? It's in Houston. Oh my God, he that, he won't. I don't know if he'll survive. I don't know if he'll make it out of there alive. No, it's it's definitely questionable that he makes it out alive or not. Yeah, Nick Nick Chubb. I mean, he they might start just feeding Chubb at towards the end of the game and just say, "Let's just get out of here." Yeah, before rocks be thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough for me this week in the in the conversation of the this the start over you know whatever because there, there's just so many sits to me or so many people that are, are such a question mark that it's tough to give full confidence to start them. Yeah, but that's where I'm at with those guys. All right, um, let's take a look at our. DFS stuff, unless there's anything else that you want to get into before we... Well, no, I did have... I had one thing. I'm going to read off two teams to you, and I want you to tell me which team you like better. Okay? Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me get to it. This is a trivia question of the week. All right. 
First team, two quarterbacks can start in this league. First team is quarterback Garoppolo and Darnold. Running backs, Rashad White, Dalvin Cook. Wide receivers, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin. Tight end is Dalton Schultz. And there's two flexes. Last week it was Najee Harris and DeAndre Hopkins. Okay? Okay. Second team, assuming no bye weeks, all right? Yeah. Is Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert. Rashad White, Dalvin Cook. Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen. Schultz is yet again the tight end. Najee Harris and Jamar Chase. Now, if Najee doesn't play, you have DeAndre Hopkins when he's not on a bye week. Which team do you like better? Oh, you know what I'm going to say. Well, I mean, but I like, honestly, I, I, like, I, I want like to hear the reason better. why you'd like the first team better. Because it's and a better team. The first team is not a better team. The only real difference is Deshaun Watson and Herbert versus Garoppolo and Darnold. Except for the wide receivers are wildly different. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. I'll read it again. I'll read all the starting wide receivers. Give me the wide receiver. I'll read all the starting wide receivers up to you. Ready? It's Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins. Those are the three starting wide receivers last week for that team. The new three wide receivers are Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, and Jamar Chase. And the only reason why DeAndre Hopkins isn't starting is because he's on bye. And so the only reason why Jamar Chase wasn't starting is because he's hurt. Yep. And the only reason why um, Watson wasn't starting is because he's a rapist. Suspended. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Correct. Don't need to get don't need to get sued by him. Yeah, good lawyers. Uh, we're the NFL's official <laughs> podcast for Urban and fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was the point. So you kind of helped me make my point here because you kept saying my trades were so bad and I was doing. All they're bad. They're, they are bad. They good are players. But my team has terrible. gotten better. No, nobody else likes this conversation. Let's talk about the DFS. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you tell me your? Uh, my stack this week. I've already been all over it. It's it's Lawrence with your Jacksonville Jacksonville wide receivers. And I'm on Ross St. Brown for the comeback. I'm really curious how many people are going to have that stack. Everybody. It's it's going to be a ton, right? Like, I had that. If you didn't talk about him, I was going to talk about it. Um, but that team right there is going to be all over the place. So many people will have that exact combination. So here's yeah, a fun I'm, one. I'm going to be completely basic and, and just like everyone else. Um, but it'll allow me to do so much more with my roster. I mean, there, there's, uh, I'm jamming Zonovan Knight because he's only 4,600 into my lineup. Um, but then I'm going to be able to grab some other players with primo matchups as well. Yeah. So the, the stack I'm actually going with Bobby to be, uh, that I honestly think this stack will be contrarian, which is almost laughable, but I really think it will be, is T. Higgins with Joe Burrow. 
Yeah, I was going to say that's another one because I want there, so much even of that Kansas worse. City Cincinnati game. Yeah. So with Kansas City Cincinnati, I want every as many players as I can get on that as I possibly can. I, I think there'll be people that that have it. Um, so they'll have some decent ownership as as far as percentage wise, but any other week there'd be so much people that own those 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 players. But this week there are so many options that you can go with. I feel like the the T Higgins and and Burrow might slide a little bit under the radar. Yeah, it, you might have a little bit of something there. Uh, well, because think about it. You got Mahomes, who is Mahomes. You have Hurts playing against Tennessee. You have Herbert playing against the 30th-ranked Las Vegas Raiders. They suck. Watson's back, so you know somebody's going to throw him in a lineup. You have Lawrence, who we've already discussed, playing against Detroit. Uh, Garoppolo, who's one week off of a four-touchdown week against the Arizona Cardinals, playing against the Miami Dolphins. One of the worst pass defenses that is out there, 31st in the NFL against the quarterback in fantasy football. So you go on down this list, like, like even even Mike White will be on a number of rosters after we did last week with the Jets, right? Right. So I don't know. I think you add all that together, uh, it, Burrow might just be uh, at a decent owning percentage to really have him this week. And how yeah. they've always played, and he, especially with Burrow. The, you know, Burrow's coming off not a great game last week. Um, yeah, he didn't score as know. many as you would have hoped. But and dude, they passed it thirty-seven times. He ran the ball like like they He's just he runs the show. Yeah, I I, I like the call. I think I think people are going to be on that game. It's, I think this week's going to be a really fun week just for fantasy in general. There should be some really good high-scoring games. And I think our studs are going to stud out. I agree. So. Um, anything else before we finish up tonight? I don't think so. Did I think this was good. It was a good night for the any... bookers. Coming right. full circle. Good night for bookers. Yeah. Good night for a, a solid peanut butter porter. Um, and a good night for uh, for the official podcast of the nfl here i love it <laughs> i love it always bob i enjoyed it look forward to next week we'll see you then your move roger <laughs> bye